first responder or a patriot looking for a place to put your skill set, your thoughts, and or want to help continue the mission, you have come to the right place. We are the People's Patriot Project, and we want to be the shock and awe when it comes to meeting the needs of our veterans and first responders. We are dealing with a new enemy in today's world where the wounds are not always seen. We want you to be part of this mission in saving lives and making a difference. Welcome to Patriot for Playtime. We got your six at six. Now here's your host, Shad Turner of Veterans Unite Podcast and the People's Patriot Project. And as always, Patriot Pride. show on Facebook and podcast later on in the week. We call it We Got Your Six at Six Patriot Playtime. Every week we bring you a guest and many times a new musician and we share all the good and maybe the not so good in our world that's happening to us, with us, around us, for us, and against us. Tonight's show will be an exciting evening of fun and amazing discussion. We have Fred, we have David, and I can't wait to hear all about what they've got going on. First though, let me ask if you could take off your hat, and if you can stand, please do so, and we will start off with the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And welcome everybody. We got Mark Peterson with the People's Patriot Project. Um, we will have Fred introduce himself when he talks later on. And we have David Chamberlain, correct. Um, I haven't said your last right. name yet. I hope that was good. And uh, shoot, we got we got everything, a million things to talk about tonight, right? This is amazing. What a, a great panel of people we have today. Uh, and for those, I mean, I hope everyone recognizes everyone on the screen, but we, we do have Fred Lewis of uh, the TV hit show, uh, Gold Rush. Good to have you here, Fred. Thank you for well, making time cool. for us. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've absolutely, absolutely been enthralled. Uh, me and uh, Mr. Chamberlain have been uh, talking all week, and uh, what an amazing craft this gentleman has. And I'm almost sad. That's taking us so long to get him on the show because uh, he's definitely got a craft that we, but again, I do want to remember or remind everyone that we do have WeP3 radio that plays exclusively veteran and first responder musicians. I uh, get a chance. All you got to do is real simple. Check you out uh, on Google WeP3 radio and it pops up just like that. It's pretty awesome. So everyone on there is people that we've had on here in the past, but Andrea, what do you got in the news? Oh my goodness. Well, here we go. We have got, um, shoot, we just rolled out of Black History Month and into Women's History Month. Um, so March is Women's History Month. We um, have well over 200,000 women that serve on active duty in the U.S. military. These contributions the women have made to, to military history and well beyond can never be ignored. While Women's History Month is not a time to focus exclusively on the contributions of women in military service, the contribution of female veterans are certainly an important part of American history. Shoot, who didn't know about um, it's Florence Nightingale, right? I got the name right, first name. But way back in like middle school is where we learned about um, her heroic. Man, there's so many out there. Um, I want to thank those who are still around and those who um, should have been thanked millions of times over before. Um, coming up, this is next Sunday, March 13th, is Canine Veterans Day. Of military war dog or military working dog, an M MWD, and goodness knows I've had a lot of uh, those acronyms to learn dealing with all of this. So MWD is a canine that has been trained to protect humans in dangerous situations. And March 13th has been unofficially designated as a day to honor these unique members of the military. 
Canine Veterans Day will be observed Sunday, March 13th, 2022. And that, without going into current events, is what we've got going on right now. Um, let's just throw out a hey, hey you and a prayer and a hug and a um, we're behind you to all of our military and all of our first responders that will be involved uh, probably more than they want to be in the next however long this takes to get through. So. Yeah, let's uh, let's throw up that clip because we had some good conversation on the clip. And again, when we show you this clip, it has nothing to do about the people and and their their background. And because you can argue, and I'm going to drop a name. If you say Ellen Alda, you you may know some back history of who he was, what he did, how he expressed himself. But you can't argue that the the hit TV show Mash was iconically. Um, a message that you know a lot of people tuned into, and um, and we remember forever. But there's a great clip with a little dialogue that I I saw this week, and I, I just it kind of moved me for a moment. And we're gonna throw that up here real quick. Ever get the feeling there's a war going on? There's always a war going on. War is the world's favorite spectator sport. Let me more skin suitors. Oh, everybody knows war is hell. Remember, you heard it here last. War isn't hell. War is war and hell is hell. And of the two, war is a lot worse. How do you figure that, Hawkeye? Easy, Father. Tell me, who goes to hell? Well, sinners, I believe. Exactly. There are no innocent bystanders in hell. But war is chock full of them. Little kids, cripples, old ladies. In fact, except for a few of the brass, almost everybody involved is an innocent bystander. Well, I'm not. I'm here because my country needs me. I didn't know it wasn't just some excuse to ship you 8,000 miles from home. Yeah, the Korean War was invented so your parents wouldn't come looking for you. You're a pair of sickos. Some truth in that, isn't there? Yeah. Um, yeah. We forget that. We forget. Um, there are some innocent, innocent people. And the great part is last weekend when we said, you know, let's remember Ukraine and this and that. And um, our one of our guests, uh, uh, Jesus Hernandez, said, well, let's remember the soldiers, too, because there's a lot of times the soldiers. I, I've got a 21-year-old running around. I mean, he's not in my house right now, but he went in as a 17-year-old. So those Russian and Ukrainian soldiers are their 17-year-olds to their 21-year-olds. Yes, you do have your leadership that are getting older, but they're just kids um, doing what they're told. And... Um, just keep them up from your thoughts. And, you know, we go with the slogan and the, the thought that uh, remembrance is important, but to remember is not enough. And that's why is our platform with the People's Patriot Project. And that is where we're at now. And that's why we have this show. And that's why we have people. We are blown up at the seams with the guests that are coming in. Richard Fleet, Commander, so awesome to see you here. Uh, TSP Scuttlebutt Podcast. I was on their show this last week. That'll get put out there. Beth Barkland, good to see you. Green-Eyed Barbie, Storm Riders. Uh, we got some <laughs> great news coming up with those guys. Um, oh, well, we got to we gotta, we'll do a Storm Riders salute real quick here uh, because I, I love them. Yeah! I saw the light in the Sunrise sitting back in a 40 on the muddy riverside Getting baptized in holy water and shine with the dogs running Boom energy. I love it. Yeah, oh my gosh. Right <laughs> Check out the Storm Riders when you get a chance. Uh, we are having conversations and uh, we've got some. We got Jeremy's here, Tina's here, <clears throat> Green Eyed Barbie. We know who that is. I don't know if she wants us to put her name out there or what we know her name as, but uh, uh, we'll throw it. Quinn. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. And it's for the sole purpose, and we've had this conversation, of creating recognition for the need of support for our veterans and first responders. They do veterans. We do first responders because we believe that, I mean, roughly 75% of all uh, uh, first responders served in the military or at some capacity with the military as well. Um, 
I don't want to be on a box for long, but I also want to mention Andrea's talking about this is female um, service month. Um, we also need to realize, and so there's later this month will become a day, and I know a lot of people get butthurt about this day, but it's female veteran or military day. And they're like, well, can't we just do Veterans Day? Yes, we can do Veterans Day. But the reason why that day exists is because literally the time in history where women got zero recognition for being involved in the war part, the waxes, the people before in World War One and World War II, and even into Vietnam and Korean War, where the women actually played a support role, even on the battlefield, but were not, quote unquote, on papers with the military. So there is that time. And you know what? We're here to honor and support and recognize all those people who have served. And so that's what it comes down to. Fred, thanks for being here, brother. Thanks for having me. You got a big jar of gold sitting around there someplace? No, I don't. I still don't know. And I <laughs> no. wish I held on to it now. <laughs> right? Right? It's good. It's good. The price of fuel is going up, but the price of gold going up more. So I'm sure. okay at the moment. I'm kind of juggling. So when do you come down from the great Yukon? When do you come down to the mainland area of the United States? We live in the Yukon about half the year. So we leave we okay. leave here in April as soon as the ferry opens because it's a frozen uh, access. So we have to wait for the ferry to open. Um, and then we come back before the ferry closes around the middle, beginning of October. That's pretty much our game. As long as there's no ice, we can still mine. <laughs> 10 years ago, was gold mining on the radar? Uh, 13 months ago, <laughs> gold mining really wasn't on the radar. <laughs> sure. I mean, I, I, I came into the last season in Oregon because of COVID. Um, I was supposed to go to the Yukon. They closed the border. I, I saw an opportunity, heard through the grapevine that they were looking and pitched myself and and I got it, and uh, the rest is history. It wasn't even on my radar before that moment. It's just something, um, I've been working with veterans for a long time. I had a nonprofit that didn't uh, go the way I wanted to, but my whole emphasis was always to get veterans challenged and to help them transition. And then when I saw the opportunity, having worked on the gold mine the year before at Parker's, I was like, "That this is it's a no brainer. I'm gonna take this opportunity and go for it. And uh, that's pretty much how it happened. <laughs> so how did June Parker connect? I mean, I, I know that you did his security detail for going on his special trips. How did you guys connect outside of that? Or? That was it. They, they found my resume somehow. They were looking for a medic. They were looking for someone with, with some experience in, in this, the types of things that was going on in PNG. And I'd been on American Ninja Warrior. I think I'd gotten on the radar through that. <clears throat> and they just they just asked me called me out of the blue i was like uh parker i guess yeah let's go do it what's harder combat or uh gold mining shit you know i enjoyed combat a lot more than I enjoyed gold mining gold mining is hard it's consistently um draining it's it's uh, i mean stuart was basically saying i was running a running a labor camp up there so um I would say if you take a three-month deployment versus a three-month mining session, I'd take the deployment any day. That's that's interesting. Um, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It seems like there's a constant yeah. process of troubleshooting that is going on in that environment. And I know that the element probably doesn't help, uh, but uh, you guys are on your toes 24-7 fixing solution. Um, yeah. Do you think that your involvement with the military help in that approach to be able to troubleshoot on your toes? Yeah, absolutely. I think that everything I had looked for the first nine years of my transition um, lacked the chaos that, that comes with gold mining. And I think that my brain functions better with, with movement, with um, inconsistencies. So gold mining is absolutely perfect. I need a challenge first off. And I also need like some kind of a dangling failure, like right in front of my face that could happen at any moment. That to me, that's what kind of drives me to, to, to excel and brings out the best in everybody around us. So it's, it's the perfect fit. I mean, there is a, 
high probability we're going to fail. <laughs> but that's what we love. You know, that's that's why we're doing it. That's I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to argue with you. If Can I argue with you? Yeah. I, yeah, I disagree. I disagree that you're going to fail. And this is the reason why. I don't think you're up there gold mining, man. I think you're up there saving lives. I think you're up there taking care of veterans that need that outlet. And I don't think you can fail. I'm just going to say, I know, I know you want to have that 32 pound nugget come into your, your <laughs> thing, but you're saving lives, brother. That's, that's what yeah. I call it. And uh, I don't think you can fail. I'm going to give you props. I'm going to give you kudos. And I'm going to say, thank you for having that vision because it, it's important. Um, Ever since I saw you on the show, and I'll be honest with you, I don't have time to sit down and watch it weekly. And I usually, when I sit down, I fall asleep about immediately just because <laughs> of my routine. But yeah, um, yeah. my brain was just going circles about what more could we do to support you and your mission up there. And I, I think there's a couple other pieces. I, I won't, you know, blow up the world here, and, and we can have that conversation uh, in our post show. But I, I think there's a way to reach and gain and help more people. And if you're interested in having that conversation, um, I just that's what we do. That's yeah. what we're here for. You know, and, you know uh, there's something I could talk about that's leaning towards what you're saying right now um, that I really haven't talked about on the show. I really was kind of waiting for the gold mining to be really successful. So it's kind of like a three-phase plan that I have here. Um, phase one being uh, turn veterans into gold miners, which we're doing and I think we've done. Um, every single guy and gal that's coming back this season has experience as a gold miner. So I'm like, okay, these guys have transitioned. I feel like we're, we're a good, solid gold mining team. We're shooting for a solid goal next season. We have ground ahead of us for probably five years. So that, that phase I feel like is pretty set. Um, there's two other phases in this that I wanted to em em implement. One being <clears throat> kind of like a retreat. Um, I'm, I'm setting up kind of, I don't, I guess you could call them tents, but like tents and teepees type uh, lodges where I can get veterans to come up and experience like the mining aspect, be behind the scenes, not with the cameras in their faces, but just kind of see what we're all about. Um, I believe I could work through nonprofits to get, get funding to get flown up there. You know, all this stuff is still ahead of us, but it's where I'm going. And then phase three, um, I want to start investing in veterans. I'm going to take 5% of the gold that we recover every season. I'm going to invest it kind of like shark tank, but for veterans, I'm going to invest 5% of our gold into an entrepreneur that wants to start a business. And I'm going to start working a network that way. Um, every season I want to help somebody else it. start a business. And I feel like we're in phase one. Now we got some good movement. Phase two is going to be kind of simple. I've already got the lodging. I just got to figure out legalities. Um, I've actually opened up a nonprofit again that I had opened before. We're redoing that. So I'm going to have that um, element. And then phase three, the investment phase is pretty easy. We just got to find gold. Absolutely. <laughs> so, well, you know, that's that, where man. I want to go with this. And if I can get other companies to come in and do the same things, well, let's do it. Let's make it bigger. Let's, let's help somebody every year uh, make, make themselves into something else. Because when I was uh, transitioning as a farmer, um, <clears throat> no, no, I tried doing everything. I was a teacher. The one thing I lacked was support. I had nobody that believed in my mission and my goals, but myself, and I lost out on a lot of opportunities. So I know if I could give money to somebody else, it's in that same position. I mean, that's, that's where we make some, make some dreams. And that's where we actually start helping people. That's my spiel, but you know, I love it. I love it. Let's uh, save a little bit of that for our post show and we can, uh, we'll get that. I, I think, uh, you know, having, Many heads together, A, it lightens the load, and B, you know, you can bounce ideas and stuff. And, again, I'm not here mm -hmm. to steal your baby or step on your toes. I, we're here to save lives is what we're here to do. And exactly. if we can uh, reach one person, we've done our job. Well, hang with us for a little bit, Fred. If you if you have to bump, I understand. Uh, I know you're a busy man, but uh, I would like to bring uh, – DC or David. Oh, look at that guy. Stealing the, the limelight. Show stealer. Show stealer. Oh, my God. That's a, that's a hard act to follow right there. Right? <laughs> We're just chilling. Oh. Thank you for your service, too, brother. Hey, Thank appreciate you. it. I'd still be doing it if they'd let me. <laughs> you bet, man. 100%. Um, Mr. Chamberlain, thanks for joining us tonight, brother. Hey, it's my pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. Um, 
we got a double dipper here. I, I lo- am excited to share that we have Mr. Chamberlain served both in the military and as a law enforcement officer. And so he, he kind of fits into that niche that we believe that uh, or see that roughly 75% of all people that uh, have served find another way to serve after their service. And so thank you for your service as well, brother. Um, You're welcome. And you have this amazing gift and talent to be able to sing. I don't know where it comes from, man. You know, I just, uh, I enjoy singing and, uh, that's just the way it is, I guess. It's sort of, uh, I don't even know where when, to go with that. When did you start playing? <laughs> I don't even know what to say. What? Thank when you. did you start playing music? Yeah. You play music and I'll think about that. Yeah. Well, we... <laughs> what, uh, do you have a lead in for any one of the songs that you want me to play? Well, okay. So, so first of all, I'm not good at these interviews, Fred and Andrea and Mark. This is not my thing. I'm sort of new to this, but what I do want to say is that freedom don't come free. I think this is the first one you're going to play is about how you go to war and you don't come back the same condition that you left in. You know, when you go to war, there's a lot of scars that are left with you uh, for the rest of your life. And some of them are visible, some of them are not. And that's what this song is about. It's about about uh, paying that price for freedom. So it doesn't come free. We have uh, David Chamberlain, Freedom Don't Come Free. I'm a soldier. I bought in World War II. I'm a veteran, I get it for me and you. Yeah, I've got wounds and scars not anyone can see. It's just a reminder that freedom, it don't come Soldier, I won't be named. I'm a veteran, I'm proud of who I am. Yeah, I've got wounds and scars, anyone can see. It's just a reminder. Stand up for freedom 
Um, goosebumps, man. Um, I don't want to force feed anyone this, but there's a lot of people, roughly 90% of our entire country, who gets to lay their heads on the pills of freedom every single night, not having one concern about who gave them that opportunity to lay their head on that pillow. And, uh, and that's frustrating for me, but it's times where I get to hear a message like that, that helps me, it, it helps invigorate me to, again, keep the message out there. And uh, um, we've had a lot of conversation about, um, we believe the awareness is out there. It's time to get our boots on the ground and, and do something about it. And uh, I, I feel that talking to everyone in this panel and talking to everyone that's coming and listening to the show, you're you're in camp, we P3. You're in. You're a patriot. So uh, you get it already. Um, what are you doing to get the message out there for others to hear it? This is what you can do. You can invite them to this podcast and this live stream. Um, you can like, share, and and put our information out there. You can help with other affiliate organizations. Uh, uh, David was concerned about uh, having his folds hat on. I'm like, no, we, we celebrate everyone that has organizations. And even the fact that Fred took time to share that, you know, he had a nonprofit and it didn't go where he wanted it to. But uh, hopefully we can get everyone. We're all in the same storm. All of us. Man, you know, the no, bottom fine. line of it is, uh, Mark, is uh, post-traumatic stress is very real. And a lot of people don't realize what we go through. It's been 30-something years since I've been to war. And there's yeah. not a day that I don't think about it. You know, once you once you enter the field of combat, there's no turning back, man. Once, once you see that first dead body on the battlefield and you, the reality of that hits you right in the face, you go... You know, I'm not at home anymore. This is a real war. People are really trying to kill me, and, and we got to kill them or they're going to kill us. And that's something that affects you for the rest of your life. And you got to live with that. You know, and and I still, I still struggle with it 30-something years later after seeing my first dead Iraqi on the battlefield, you know, burnt to a crisp. He was in a, you know, we went through the berm. Through, we, we were on the, the front part of the push to, to liberate Kuwait. We went, we were the first to go through the berm and there was dead bodies all on the other side of the berm that we'd been shooting at for days. And we didn't realize, you know, what was going on. But once we got there, we saw what the reality was. We were killing people. People were, were dead. And that that's going to affect you for the rest of your life. People don't get that. It's not easy to deal with, but you do. Somehow you just deal with it. You pull it back in, inside and, and you just go on with your life. It's not easy. And, and I, you know, I think that there's a reality to it that every veteran has. Every veteran experiences their own, their own battles in their own way. And you got to fight your own battles your own way. And you got to deal with this your own way. And some people resort to to bad things and other people drink, other people do drugs, other, other soldiers, you know, spend more time with their family. I don't know, but you know, my way of dealing with it is I internalize it and I don't like to talk about it very much. So I did it through this song. I did it through this song, which you see in, in that video, I, I helped produce it and direct was I wanted everybody to see what I was seeing, you know, whenever I wrote that. And, uh, it's really hard to crawl inside the mind of a veteran, you know, it, and it's yeah. hard. Every time I hear that song, it really just tears me up. I, one, I can't believe I wrote it. And two, two, it's, it's just like I can't believe that I actually lived that. And it's probably nothing compared to, to my brother Fred down here or you, but it's my experience. And it's something that, that I experience and, and uh, that I'm going to take with me for the rest of my life. So well, thank you for sharing that yeah. amazing song. Thank you for taking time to write it. And uh, again, thank you for your service because, um, and you're right. Everyone's service is a thank little you. bit, is unique. It's unique. Um, yep. And um, everyone manages it in a different manner. 
And this is a, another reason why the People's Patriot Project got put in place is so it, it can create a social avenue for people to connect. Right. Um, so maybe someone hears your story and says, hey, now I can dump this load of stuff and lighten that load. Yeah. Um, that's thank the you. reason and the purpose. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you yeah, for doing thank that. Thank you. Yep, exactly. Um, that's awesome. You're doing a great well, thing. The exciting, piece, the exciting piece about this is every single guest that we've had on our show um, actually has become a genuine relationship and, and cog in the workings of the People's Patriot Project. Um, this is, won't be the last time you guys hear from us. I, I, We have 1,700 interactions a week um, wow. in conversations and text messages. My dog is parking with, with, <laughs> What kind of dog is that, Fred? <laughs> I can see my start barking. We're never going <laughs> to. Uh, he's button. telling me he's getting lonely there. Sorry, I just knew it was happening. I know what's happening here. It's it's this is a big part of the show here. This is awesome, um, but we're going to have conversations on a regular, and it's just the way it's happened, it's the way it works. And I'm interested in doing that. And hopefully, uh, again, bottom line, it's building a healthy relationship. And um, we've got people that uh, tell me they are having a bad day. Well, thanks for telling me you have a bad day. How can we make it a better day? Um, we get it on our Facebook page, we get it in text messaging, we get it on our website, and uh, 90%, 90, 97% of the people that reach out to us just want to have a genuine conversation. That's all they want to have. And uh, and that's good. And I can't handle all those conversations by myself. So Andrea joins, and the other affiliate organizations that we have that join us are part of that network. So when I am over filled with the opportunities and obligations. I pass them off to feed the heroes foundation down in Georgia or um, what's some of our Texas organizations. Um, OP veteran. Um, operation. Canton operation. Yeah. I mean, Texas strong. <laughs> yeah. 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 Keep going. Keep going. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, and we've got the Storm Riders with us right now, and we have Scuttlebutt with us right now, who's, uh, we did their podcast, and the list just keeps going on and on and on of people that are coming on and, and sharing what we're doing, and Storm Riders are exciting, and that's, uh, we're excited about that message when that comes out, too, so. Um, Fred, tell us about a goal you have for this next year with uh, what you're doing up in Alaska. Hmm. Some go a goal I can tell you about. That's a trick here. Um, Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, well, I'm definitely gonna gonna be hiring more veterans this year. If, even if it's just one, I can say it like that. Um, I think that's the plan every year is to to bring in at least one more veteran in. Um, and I've always kind of set it up to kind of rotate them out. So I, you might see some old faces from this couple seasons before. Might see some new ones. It's gonna be kind of cool. Um, Everybody's still involved, but maybe they're going to stay home for the season. That, that's just kind of how we're going to play with it. Um, our goal, we're going for, for, I guess I could probably say, I'm going to shoot for 500 ounces this season. And I think that um, with what we mined this season, we're, we've got three episodes left now that haven't aired. So everybody pretty much knows where we're going to end roughly. Um, and I think that 500 ounce goal is pretty, is pretty solid. I think we'll hit it. Um, we've, we've definitely got some issues to solve, but um, even we've got four and a half miles of the creek from the point we're on right now until it ends. So we, we own the rest of the gold in the creek. So whatever's there is there. I I knew that the season wasn't over. I almost asked, well, did you make a goal yeah. this year? And I three apps left. Yeah. Yeah. Three apps yeah. left. <laughs> and we have Travis Partington, Oscar Mike Radio here. Awesome having you here, brother. Um, good evening. For sure, it is part of the real Gold Rush crew. So, um, what did you think? Tell me, tell me what thoughts came into your head, Fred, when you heard uh, David's song. You know, um, I, I I really relate to the song, but I more relate to what he said after, and that is that we're all on our own journey because I have worked around a lot of veterans. Um, I'm involved. I'm on, I'm on Team Invictus 
uh, Team US for Invictus this April. I'm going to the Netherlands competing in that. I'm still really active in the veteran community. And the one thing that resonates to me whenever I talk to somebody that, that has just transitioned is, you know, this is what works for me, but what you have to do is you have to find your path and find your purpose. And I, I hopefully I can help that in some way. But I mean, that's what resonated the most to me um, because I struggled for a long time trying to fit in, trying to be, I don't know, whatever everybody else wanted me to be. Um, and it was only when I sat back started taking care of myself and my physical being and, and working out and being healthy and kind of just focusing on me for a little bit that I understood where I wanted to go. And then the potential was just like, Oh, it's been there all along. <laughs> I mean, we are the same people. We, uh, I look at a, dis a disability, a di the word disabled is the worst word we could possibly use because in, in war we disable tanks. Nobody's freaking driving them. <laughs> they're, they're fucking, or they're, you know, I'm sorry for my French, but that you're, tank's you're, you're, done. So if you label yourself as disabled and you have that, that connection with that word, I'm a linguist too. So I, I take this stuff kind of more seriously, maybe that, that, that'll get into your head and being disabled has this meaning, but it's, that's not what we are. We're injured. And I think that when you realize yeah. that, that way, an injury is something you can overcome a lot, hell of a lot easier than a disability. Yeah. That's good. Well, and we always say we're not here to fix anything because nothing's, I mean, <clears throat> There may be some. We're here to recalibrate, and yeah, that's the, an it's behaviors, it's it's thoughts, it's things that just need to be tweaked. And it, it's not you're not broken, but mm -hmm. uh, you're looking through a different lens, and uh, and it's a lens that not everyone gets to look through because, again, like I said, they're over here kind of doing their own thing, and uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. It's. Uh, one day at a time, doing the best we can with what we got yeah. for as many as we can. That's what we do. So, yeah. um, David, with uh, Cowboy Up. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I have, up, baby. I have a hard time with that phrase. And <laughs> oh, I'm going to tell that? you why. I'm going to tell you why. It's, it's the same reason why, again, and I'm going to get in trouble here because everyone knows I'm a school teacher. Andrew is a school teacher as well. I'm going to get in trouble because uh, – a term that's become very lay term is trauma um, in our in our schools. Now, I know a lot of kids deal with trauma. I know that. And I don't get me wrong. It's right. not the same trauma that our veterans and first responders are experiencing on the battlefield and uh, pulling dead bodies out of uh, cars and buildings and stuff. I'm going to tell you that right now. Because your kid had to eat crust on a peanut butter sandwich today is not a, a, a issue of trauma, but I know for some that's traumatizing. Sure. I get it. Cowboy up. I struggle because only cowboys can use that phrase, in my opinion. And we've talked about bull riding, bronc busting, and, uh, and uh, being that thing. And I know a lot of people that use that phrase just generally who yeah. don't know what it's like to be a cowboy. And so that's why I struggle with okay. it. But I'm excited about this song. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you, you know, when you when you fall down, you got to get back up and ride again. That's what it's all about, man. You got you got your friends pushing you to push you to your limits, and, and if you're ever going to ride that bull, you got cowboy up. You got to pull your how many people up, get back on, and no matter how bad it hurts, get up there and do it again. How you many know, people on this panel have you ridden cover. a bull before? What's that? How many people I, on this panel have ridden a bull before? Right here. Right here. Yeah. I'm barely ridden a bull. Baby ones. Yeah. <laughs> I'm way too tall for bulls, man. Wait, did that mutton busting? Yeah. Oh, mutton busting. Does that work? Little sheep. Yeah. I'm not what we call a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, no, I'm teasing. One way it's trip fun. for me, and it's down to the ground, man. Those, those bulls are powerful. I can wrestle. I can wrestle. I'll wrestle you, anybody. You're wrestling? All right. No, All right. What, what have to get you set up there, Fred? We'll, we'll get you done. It's no, three no. seconds, right? It's three, I got that. It's, it's eight seconds, oh. and, and it's the eight longest <laughs> seconds of your life. It's worse than being shot at. No, but, Tammy uh, Schroeder said she rode a bull, and that is funny to me because if you knew Tammy, I believe her. You rode a bull, is... Tammy. <laughs> Who did? <laughs> You did? Tammy Schroeder. Tammy, oh, okay. she's Tammy one of Schroeder. our board, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Tammy and her husband had a hobby farm. I'm guessing it's somewhere back in there, maybe. 
Idaho, Maine. back in Idaho, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So we've got Mr. Chamberlain. Cowboy up. Cowboy up. Get on it. It's Sunday afternoon. That takes me I, back to my days. That's awesome. That is. I was writing my notes in the background. That, that song got me fun. so pumped up. Uh, Tammy Schroeder came clean and told us that she rode the electric bull, mechanical bull at Mickey Gillies. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> All right. <laughs> Make sure you have plenty of beers for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, gosh, that's that's a good one. That's well, a, you know, Cowboy Up was was a fun video, man. We did it at a little ranch um, right outside of uh, Union City, Oklahoma, just way out in the sticks. It was about 120 degrees that day. And so yeah. me and the band were sweating, sweating bullets out there. And it was just a lot of fun. 
lot, a lot of young up-and-coming cowboys were out there, and and uh, it was just a blast. You know, we all got to play with the bulls and and all the other livestock and stuff. So, well, cool and you day. got to, you did you ride the bull? I got on the bull. I didn't ride it. I'm too you old. Know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't stupid. I got on there, and and I, I, hey, look, I did it when I was younger, but. I thought about it. I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to let you turn it out for the video, right? Now, that was a, that that was a that was a passing thought real fast. You know? <laughs> it's time to get out of here. So, I had a friend come up and get me said, "Don't do it, Dave. Don't do it. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot a longer friend. than it did when you were younger." What's that? <laughs> That might be one of your best friends. You should probably stick around that one. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's the smartest thing I ever did, in, in my opinion. But, but they will. They'll break you up. They'll throw you down, and and, and uh, they'll stop on you, and they, they're relentless. So that's a young man's there game. Is, they, uh, that's a young man's well, game. I, I don't even. Uh, it's a different kind of person. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, Mark, Mark I, was, I was a mounted patrolman with Oklahoma County Sheriff's Office, too. So, you know, I've done all, all sorts of this stuff all my life. I you know, raised, raised out in the country, and, and I always wanted to get into the uh, rodeo business. And I met some people in the Army that, you know, some cowboys, and they introduced me to roping. I got into roping for a while. And I said, you know what? I want to ride bulls. I came home, came home from, from being in the military, and I ran into some cowboys, and that's how it all happened. I started riding on the weekends, and I regret every bit of it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I hurriedly yeah. really It's painful. But, but it's fine for most people, you know, more power to you. But, uh, yeah, you got a cowboy up, no doubt about it. Absolutely, absolutely. You, you fail, get up and do it again and again. I finally did, but, but uh, <laughs> it took several tries before I got it. And a lot of broken bones. So what's next in the world for David Chamberlain? What, what, where, is it music or what, what's the plan for David Chamberlain? Doing music, man. Doing music yeah. and just going out and playing gigs and, and just trying to spread the word a little bit. I, I work with some veteran organizations. I go out and do things for Veterans for Life in Oklahoma City. It's an Oklahoma deal. And I work with, uh, you know, Ed Polito every once in a while. He'll call me up to do some, some events with you oh. know, Foads of Honor. And then he has a new organization uh, called Heart of the Lion Foundation with mm -hmm. uh, John Daly. Uh, they've invited me to do some things. And, uh, but uh, that's about it. You know, just making music and having a good time, raising my kids, you know, drinking some beers, just relaxing and enjoying life. That's about there it. you go. I feel like you've there earned you it. It's and I wouldn't mind, to... doing, wouldn't mind doing some gold mining one day, Fred. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> just throwing it out there. And it might lift their mandates on, on vaccines and all that stuff pretty soon. So. Oh. Yeah, I got all mine, but, man, I would love to. That'd be fun. I, it, I don't know. Hey, anybody's welcome to come up. I, all I say is if you can get up to, the, to Dawson, hit me up. You're welcome. Oh, really? Okay. Oh I got a three-day trip. <laughs> it's a what? It'd be a pilgrimage. Three-day trip just to get to Dawson. That's flying. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, who knows? Who knows? That's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. So what's next for Fred? I mean, we're going to continue to do Gold Rush. What? Uh, yep. What's the, what's, is there anything outside of uh, Gold Rush? No, I think right. Well, you know, I think this, this could turn into a lot of things. I think right now I'm focused on getting the gold mining operation going. So it's solid. Um, I would love to expand. I would love to, to add a second team. I would love to keep going. Um, but it's all dependent on, on, on how I build that relationship with our claim owners. Um, like how many claims can I secure? How, how, how much can we afford? And all that's dependent on, on how much gold we're pulling out of the ground. So it's um, sky's the limit. That's what I like about gold mining. I mean, you could hit a gold mine. I could hit a, I could hit a deposit of gold that could, could allow me to do all this right away. Um, but it could take 10 years. Um, but I think either way, the goal is to, hire as many vets as possible, turn them into gold miners, create this into something that it, that it needs to be, and then then invest in veterans. That's it. That's I'm awesome. going to put you on the spot, but I'm going to say, if you can't answer this question, Jen, I totally get it. Who do you think has the best gold mining operation up there right now? Oh, shit. <clears throat> Parker. Yeah, I would say it's Parker. I, I hate 
I, I, I really, the relationship I had with Tony and Minnie is, is awesome. Um, I just feel like um, Parker has the most potential. He's, he's, sure. he's got the mind to do it and he's, he's got the fortitude and he's aggressive as all get out. Um, yeah, I think it's Parker. Okay. Right. Ask me in Sorry five for putting years. <laughs> right. right. Patriot Nation. I, and that's the one great thing about him. He, he told me that one day on the dirt that I would never beat him. And I was like, oh, thank you. Because now I have Isn't it. Isn't that that's nice? That's nice bait to throw out there. If you want mm -hmm. to, to lose at something, then you throw something out there like that. That's what you Hey, do. I am probably the most hated person <laughs> on Reddit. This is actually a true <laughs> statement. I ha they have rules uh, built for me on Reddit because I'm so hated in the Gold Rush community. A lot of the Gold Rush fans don't like us. A lot of the Gold Rush fans think that it's fake, it's fabricated, it's so real. They don't understand how real it is, how much money I've invested into this, and how much I'm willing to invest into it to make us win. Wow. Um, so they just play right into our hands. Like, you know, I've been underestimated my entire life. I'm the smallest guy on the ODA. I was probably the one guy that they were like, he's never going to make it through selection, but I did. And I kept going and going and going. So I kind of enjoy it. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I'll take my time. I'll be silent. I could, I can brag about it here cause it's kind of funny, but as far as like the show goes, I'll, I'll be very, um, well, they won't know it until it's too late. Let's put it that way. It's, it's like fuel. It drives you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not only yeah. that, but it's, it's, the lack of understanding that they have towards what veterans are <laughs> like the, the naivety they have um, towards our resumes versus theirs. Like uh, no offense, put Parker's resume and my resume side by side and don't tell anybody who we are, who's going to look at whose resume first. My mind's sure. probably 10 pages longer, bigger than his, you know, I've, I've done a lot in my life, mm -hmm. but people take that for granted on the show. And it's absolutely, it's, it's tragic because it's disrespectful to my entire team. I've got guys with two purple hearts on my team. Our team shouldn't be disrespected because of some gold rush fans, but it happens a lot. Well, and again, it is the thing that I've found, and this is As stupid because I, I, <laughs> I pulled guy. this from the, the one series I do watch was the 1883 and one of the things that I found in, in all conflict is it's an unknown factor. There are things that aren't known. There are people that are looking at probably your crew saying, well, what a bunch of degenerates that are just up there broken trying to – they're whining about everything. No, they're not whining. They're dealing and working through the things that they I, – I get it, but it's people who don't know. You don't know. And you should probably learn a little bit more before you start spouting out and – we got you. We got your back, man. This is people have a short term memory, though. It was it was seven years ago. Three hundred ounces was a big year on the show, and now they have that standard held, and we're like, hey, just give us a chance to do this, you know. But it's not. But you you, you hit on something earlier. It's not even about the gold, and I say it on the show, and people, the producers are like, well, it is about gold. It's gold rush, but it's not. <laughs> it's about what that's going to open up as far as opportunity sure. for these for these guys. Absolutely. And it's about what we can build it into. So, well, I'd like to remind you at the beginning of the show, you said you're going to fail at that part. And I said you are winning. And yeah. I just want to put that on the right. little uh, thing uh, right there. <laughs> and you had a lot of agreements out there in the, in the comments. So, on that one, um, we get a fun one now from Mr. Chamberlain. Do you remember the last one we got, bud? Another one. All right. Well, the, which one, which one are you going to play? She ain't rich, but she can, she can rock, rock a, feller. a feller. All right, cool. That's a pretty cool song. What is there any play on words there? Or what does that what does that mean? Well, uh, so okay, so when I got started in the music business, it, by the way, it was a total accident. Uh, I went out to an audition in Oklahoma City, and uh, there's there's a big competition. There's probably 100, 200 people in it. And uh, one of the judges was Dwayne Blackwell. And Dwayne Blackwell co-wrote Friends of Low Places. Y'all know that? Going to Hire Wino is another good one that he did. Mm -hmm. And uh, he took a liking to me. He invited me to Nashville. So if you ever come to Nashville, um, I'm going to hook you up with some of my songs. And 
see if you want to, if you'd like to sing some of them. Uh, she ain't rich, but she can rock a feller is one of those songs. It's about a girl that is uh, poor and dirt, but she can still rock a feller. <laughs> that's it. all I can say. Nice. <laughs> we, got, we got David Chamberlain. That's, that's all I can say. That's the censored version. She, she ain't rich, say. but she can rock <laughs> a feller. Enjoy. You got it. drive it goes it goes fred what's in the cup brother all right i'll i'll be honest with you guys it's a white russian so i got the white russian and i, and I was like i'm gonna drink this and then i drank one drink while his last video was on and i had to go and clean my mustache so i found these <laughs> strawberry milk straws it's actually quite good it's a straw that you suck through and it's supposed to make strawberry milk but it's making strawberry white russians oh my right. goodness right, cool. and i know right now globally it's probably not the right time to drink a white russian but i figured you're good <laughs> still a drink what are you gonna do where's your where's you, winter home I'm not, I'm not a communist <laughs> right, right where's your winter home Wait, oh i live in washington state oh you do yeah, yeah i don't oh, live on the coast i'm not over Before in the coast this. with them weirdos i'm in the center of the state where all the smart people live <laughs> high plains desert it's actually quite nice. <laughs> yeah, cool. I love it. So I, love it. I was telling uh, David in pre-show, when we started this show, we started it. was a pre-show? It. Oh, it's like Don't a warm-up. Yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> You're we have good. post-show. Good. We have post-show, too. Um, but we, uh, when we started, this was called Patriot Playtime, and it started on Fridays, the second week of COVID. And we did, it was supposed to be a virtual happy hour. So everyone would come on and everyone's drinking. And we did it Zoom so that we could have more people. Hey, look, say hi to Fred. Superstars. And, um, yeah, the amount of drinking we did during these shows were ridiculous. And we couldn't keep it on Friday because that's that's when everyone wants to go out and drink. So we, <laughs> we moved it to Sundays. We got your six at six Patriot Playtime. Uh, and we're here every week. Um, hey, this is 
what we are and who we are. We we're building relationships. We are boots on the ground and we are moving forward to make life different for those that just might need a little extra push, pull or tug. Um, we are the opportunity to serve for those who need an outlet to serve. Check out the people's Patriot project at www.thepeoplespatriotproject.org or www.wep3, which is a lot shorter dot org um w-e-p-3 yep um we're the beacon of hope and opportunity for those that might need a little bit of help and uh we're not here to fix we're here to help and we're here to recalibrate it's amazing having both you gentlemen on here tonight and uh, sharing your mission uh that you're involved with in the world and i and i do think that there's a a pivotal opportunity that we all get to use this in our network as a relationship and building off of each other. And so that's our hopes. That's our dream. That's our passion. Um, if anyone, so here's a new piece and I just got done fixing our YouTube channel. That was a nightmare. It was on our part. Um, I'm going to post our YouTube channel here. All of our episodes are on YouTube. Um, all of our debriefs are on YouTube. And all the silly, funny things that me and Andrea have done over the last two years, like using dog leashes to work windshield wipers on a vehicle, <laughs> may or may not be on that. Uh... <laughs> it was a good time. It was a good time. <laughs> um, so for us to get to a monetizing piece on the YouTube, we need 1,000 genuine likes or um subscriptions so uh get into we'll put the link up here um share it like it spread it again the ultimate purpose and cause is to help people uh and to save lives so again gentlemen thank you so much for being on here anything in closing no man it's great to be here thank you very much for the opportunity to uh hang out with you so and i really appreciate what you're doing it's 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 great Continue doing what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure and thank you. And if I didn't know that Jess Sam's our, our vice president okay, wasn't okay, on the wagon. Here we oh. go. We'll put this one on. Um, and while we're doing that, I just want to say to you guys, everything that you said tonight took me right back to where and when we started this, because honestly, we started with a guest who had maybe a nonprofit. We had we had child um, sharing attorneys. We had divorce lawyers. I mean, and we finally got down to let's have those real lives, sincere. We've been there, done that and come through it. guests. And you guys sharing your stories, where you've been, where you want to go, how you want to help. If you can reach one, one more person out there, that's why we do this. And David, we brought musicians on because once we started getting into that world, the, I'm not a veteran, but the veteran world is so caring about their brothers and sisters. And that music yeah. is meant to be shared to help, to heal, to touch the heart. And, and thank you. It just is, it's very touching. And you two are kind thank of the you. epitome right now of why we started this whole entire thing. So thank you. Thank you. Thank thank you. you. Appreciate that. Hey, I want to say I have an open door policy. If anybody wants to reach out to me on my social media platforms, I respond to almost every veteran that, that messages me. I try. Yeah, you're <laughs> awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll talk about some of that post show here too, if you don't mind. Yeah. And we'll, so the YouTube channel is up. And uh, again, if you want to go to YouTube and see our live there, you can see it there too. And we'll, you can always see us here on Facebook and um, gosh, thanks for another great and amazing evening. Patriot pride. God bless America.